T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. This is the Graybar Sports Open Line. Goes bit swings and he hits a drive. He hits a slammer. Graybar, your distributor for electrical and data comm needs. Let's go. Now from Cardinal Spring Training in Jupiter, Florida and the DR Hughes Homes Broadcast Center. Once again, Matt Pauley. One hour down, one more to go here on Sports Open Line. We welcome you back into the program as we continue to broadcast the show from the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center in Jupiter, home of Cardinal Spring Training as tomorrow. A big day tomorrow is the technical pitchers and catchers report day. Earlier this week, it was the report day for pitchers and catchers who are participating in the World Baseball Classic. It seems like just about everybody is here but just from a standpoint of uh, getting more things done officially uh, once you get into uh, tomorrow and then uh, the first full squad workout coming up next week. That's when more and more things are going to uh, continue to take place. A reminder for you, if you miss anything that we do Cardinals related, you can always find it on the Cardinals Conversations podcast feed. That's available for you at KMOX.com and also on the Odyssey app uh, throughout the course of the day. I uh, tweet out as much as I possibly can, so if you want some uh, real-time content uh, as spring training continues on throughout the day. Follow me on Twitter at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Well, we are calling it a, uh, a Channel 5 2 for today. Earlier on the program, we had uh, Frank Cusimano. Now we are going to uh, bring in Corey Miller. I got the chance to uh, talk with the uh, Channel 5 sports anchor and uh, reporter who's out here at Jupiter. I got the chance to sit down and uh, talk with him earlier today. You can follow him on Twitter at Corey underscore Miller 5. And uh, as we opened up our conversation, I asked him kind of from a general standpoint, as he's been out here uh, covering spring training, what's the thing that has most jumped out at him? Like a lot of people who end up covering the Cardinals, I grew up watching the Cardinals, and I grew up right over on the other side of that fence coming to spring training and looking and looking in here and thinking, look at those guys on the patio. Look at all the players walking around. That's cool. And now I'm on the other side. So that's kind of neat. Uh, it's just the laid-back feel of it is, is fun. And, and getting to see the guys greet each other for the first time maybe in the off season or since the end of last season – and and just get to work and they're still kind of getting into it we haven't seen a whole lot yet but just the kind of laid-back feel and sounds of baseball are back is what I love most about it you had a video that you posted on social media yesterday of Nolan Arnato taking grounders at third it's it's just amazing watching him do his thing it's it sounds like such a simple thing (laughs) 
but he makes it extraordinary. I was over there. Nobody took their eyes off the entire time, and he made a couple dandy, a dandy plays as you'd expect. No bobbles, hitting Goldschmidt in the chest just about every time out there, hooping, hooping and hollering, getting into it, getting excited back on the on the field, and. Uh, it speaks to someone who's that good but still takes honing their craft as serious as he does, and his teammates all talk about it. That's why he's the best, because he's out there and he cares every single second. I thought it was interesting yesterday. There was so much top, so much conversation about competition and opportunities, and the comment was made, in the few areas where there really isn't a competition, you've got the most competitive guys, and that's the that's the Nolan Arenados, the, the Paul Goldschmidt's of the world. That is an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, the, the first base and third base are spoken for, and those are the two guys who are going to come out and play like they have the most to lose anyways, probably. The competition aspect is interesting, though, because you watch coverage in spring training, and they do. everybody says that on the first day because that's the thing to say. And Ollie and Mo both made it very clear that that's real in the outfield for sure, in the rotation, in the bullpen. Their spot's open at second base, uh, so we'll see who separates themselves. We're going to have to call them out in future years when they drop the competition thing, and then it's like, well, is this really real? <laughs> that's, that's true. We'll have to corner them and see, okay, is this for real this year or not? Um, John Mosellock gets the extension. The success this team has had, I mean, obviously the 15 winning seasons, I know there's a lot of fans out there that would like to see some more World Series, but I don't know. I, I think he does a, a, a fantastic job, and it's really hard to take issue with much of what he does, I think. I, I think you're on right there, and you, fans will get mad and say every, everybody's soft on him sometimes and this and that. And But you look at the overall body of work, like you just said, and there aren't a whole lot of other organizations that can match that. The Cardinals, there's some crazy stat. They've only played a certain number of games in the last 15 years or whatever where they've been out of playoff contention. You can, like, count them on two hands or something. Uh, so it's just consistent level of winning, and everybody always wants more and wants to spend more money, and it's not always John Mosellock's call probably. Uh, but he's done a very a very nice job, and uh, it's just that tradition of winning. Corey Miller, Channel 5, KSDK, continuing to uh, join us here on Sports Open Line. They also talked today, most specifically, this three-year contract, he didn't say explicitly that he'd be done after the three years, but, man, he, I guess, two-year contract extension plus the year that's already on there. But they talked a lot about kind of that next era of executives, and it really sounds like they're going to start to put plans in place on what it's going to look like post-Mo. That was an interesting part of this because this did sound like a, like um, it's kind of like a Wainwright deal, like, okay, this one more contract and then I'm done. It It, it did kind of sound like that. And you know there's been a lot of guys with Mo for years that I'm sure he trusts a lot and is going to see who maybe uh, can take the reins. And since he's been here so long, it's only natural for him to want to make sure it's secure after he's gone. Uh, I don't know. He even mentioned he's not sure what else he would want to do because this is kind of this has become his life. But it it was an interesting kind of messaging as as this could be the end of the Mosaic era here in a couple years. As we record this, you're waiting for Jordan Walker to possibly come out and you'll try to uh, talk to him. He's the biggest wild card of this whole thing because his high-end talent is so good. Uh, you would think that just based off his timeline that he would maybe not quite be ready for the big leagues, but the organization keeps saying he's going to be given every opportunity, plus it's the WBC year this year, so he's going to have that much more at-bats. It really, If there's a year for a guy like Jordan Walker to kind of get to the big leagues early, it feels like this is the year. 
his fellow top prospect teammate who he roomed with in Springfield, knows really well, Mason Wynn, the shortstop, who also has a, a very bright future, gave me the quote of the spring so far. He said, Jordan is coming for somebody's spot, and somebody's going to have to step aside. He said, that's just the way it is. Uh, he's the best hitter Mason said he's ever seen, and he's just coming for somebody's spot. Uh, you know what? Usually the Cardinals are more reserved with their guys, yeah. trying to say, well, hold on, let's just wait a second. This seems like a different story. When John Moselak's comparing him to Albert Pujols and Oscar Taveras is the best prospects he's ever seen in the Cardinals system, you know you've got something special. So I, I think he's going to take this opportunity and run with it. Will he make the opening day roster? I don't know if I'm ready to go quite that far. They like Lars and, and, and Dylan and Tyler across the outfield, I think, uh, more than anything. But he has a legitimate chance. That much has been established. And I would say, they haven't said this, but I'll say it, if he's there, he basically has to play every day. You don't put Jordan Walker on the opening day roster unless you know he's going to be getting a ton of at-bats. That's Well, you want him to play wherever he's at. He's not a guy that should come up and you want him to have a pinch hit appearance every once in a while or maybe play DH uh, a couple times a week. If he's up, he needs to play because his talent kind of deserves it and if he's not playing, he could be playing down in the minors and getting more experience. So if he's here, he's got to play. A couple more things for uh, Corey Miller. Just one more thing on Jordan Walker. You mentioned the um, what's being said about him so overtly from the organization. I think that says something about who he is as a guy because organizations don't put that pressure on players who can't handle it. That's a really good point. So I went to Peoria when he was at single A and interviewed him there, and then I went to Springfield last year when he was at double A and interviewed him there. And it's easy to see why they can put this these expectations on him because he can handle it. He's just humble, down-to-earth, chill. He doesn't get too high or too low. I'm sure he knows he's the number four prospect in all of baseball, but he's not going to act like it because he's just out here competing, and uh, that's the kind of guy you want to put some pressure on because he can handle it. From a starting rotation standpoint, there's a ton of guys here. From a high-end standpoint, Jack Flaherty at his best is that. We'll see if he can stay healthy. To me, it still feels like a long playoff run is another starting pitcher away. Would you agree or disagree with that? Oh, that's that's tough. Uh, you know, I asked Ali Marmol uh, on Sunday. We sat down and chatted, and I asked him, there weren't any starters brought in outside the organization. Felt like we're good here. Why are you optimistic in this bunch? And he just goes to me and goes, who would you kick out? And he sat there and waited for my response, and I just kind of shook my head and said, you got seven or eight guys with experience. He goes, exactly. I'm confident in the guys we have. If I wasn't, we would have somebody else in here. There are question marks with pretty much everybody on the staff, though. So and it, eventually somebody's going to go down and somebody else is going to have to step in. I know Mosellock has touted um, Zach Thompson quite a bit, and Matthew Libertor is still here and has a bright future. They're not short on options, but they are big on questions. And spring, hopefully they get through it healthy and try to sort some of those out. All right, before we get you out of here, you're going to be leaving uh, Jupiter fairly soon, but you're putting together a lot of stuff that Channel 5 is going to be running here over the next few weeks. Give kind of a, a preview for folks uh, that, and some of the things that they're going to be able to see from you on Channel 5. Well, Sports Plus, Sunday nights at 10.30. We're going to have a lot of Cardinals content this week for sure coming back from, from Jupiter. We just got done with a Wilson Contreras interview, which uh, got me pretty excited because he was a, a great soundbite about Yachty, about staying here, not playing in the World Baseball Classic to get to know his teams, about that hunger to get back to the World Series. He actually shared a story. The first time he put a Cardinals jersey on was one 
that Yadier Molina had gifted to him. He put it on at home, looked in the mirror and said, I think that looks pretty good, asked his wife, and his wife said, yeah, I think that looks pretty good. So he's very excited to be here, and I'm excited for fans to get to know Wilson Contreras a little bit better. That's Corey Miller from Channel 5. Corey, thank you so much for your time. Safe travels back to St. Louis, and we'll see you real soon. Thanks, Matt. That was my conversation from earlier in the day with Corey Miller, Channel 5 sports journalist. Again, you can follow him on Twitter at Corey underscore Miller 5. We're going to do uh, what we're about to do. We're going to do this a lot, especially during this uh, second hour of the program throughout the course of uh, spring training, really bring you some of the best audio from the day. And uh, for today, really what that is, it's the uh, audio from the press conference that took place with uh, John Mozeliak and also uh, Bill DeWitt as they made the announcement earlier today of the John Mozeliak contract extension. He's got two years added to his contract, so he has three years to uh, go. And uh, we will hear from uh, both Mozeliak and DeWitt uh, over the next uh, 20 or 30 minutes. So a lot to uh, get to that they said today. There was, uh, there was a lot said during this press conference, and we will play much of it for you coming up here uh, over the next little bit. So don't go anywhere. My name is Matt Pauley, continuing to broadcast live from the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center in Jupiter, Florida at Cardinal Spring Training. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We are back on Sports Open Line here on KMOX as we broadcast live from the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center in Jupiter, Florida at Cardinals Spring Training. My name is Matt Pauley. As always, if you want to chime in on anything that we're talking about, maybe the best way to do so on Twitter, find me on Twitter at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. Uh, tweet things throughout the course uh, of the day here in Jupiter. And uh, also, maybe you're not listening to the show live. Perhaps you're listening to the podcast version on the Sports Open Line podcast feed or the Cardinals Conversations podcast feed. Uh, you can always continue the conversation by finding me on Twitter at Matt Pauley on air. All right, uh, so we're doing this uh, almost every day during the duration of spring training. We're going to take some of the best audio from the day and uh, play it for you. Instead of just playing back press conferences and, and media scrums and things like that, I really enjoy being able to kind of walk you through some of the things uh, that are being said during the day. So uh, what we want to do today, and we're going to take some time with this, want to go through the uh, John Mozeliak, Bill DeWitt press conference that took place today announcing that uh, Mozeliak has signed a contract extension, two years being added to his deal. He was still under contract for this upcoming season, so essentially he has three years left uh, on his contract. Bill DeWitt did open up the press conference today uh, talking about uh, the amount of success that Mozeliak has already had inside of the organization. We've had 
15 winning seasons since he was named uh, GM and then subsequently president of baseball operations. Prior to that, he had a big impact on success that we had under Walt Jockety's regime. Uh, grew up in really the Cardinal system um, from a front office standpoint. Did it all, ran drafts, uh, signed players, was involved in uh, trades, and uh, despite his youth, one of the longest tenured uh, president of baseball ops or GMs in, uh, in MLB. And from a more big-picture perspective, DeWitt went on to say that he's pretty happy with where uh, the club is at right now. We're in a really good position. Um, won 93 games last year with um, some terrific veterans and young players who came through the system and graduated out of the minor leagues and made a big impact, and I know will make a continued impact in the future. The good news is that uh, despite that success and movement of young players into leading roles with our current team, we still have a top-ranked farm system, and that's hard to do. It's hard to win and continue to develop, draft and develop um, at the same time. And uh, Mo has created an environment and, and leadership with our front office from a baseball standpoint that has ensured, in my view, continued success as we move into the future. Uh, he has great people working under him and uh, has done a terrific job on all fronts. At that point, John Mozalak got behind uh, the proverbial microphone, sat down at our uh, makeshift press uh, conference uh, spot uh, just outside the Cardinals clubhouse here in uh, Jupiter. And uh, before Mosellock even took questions, he had an opening statement. And uh, he really opened up by giving a lot of credit to other people, talking about uh, all the people in the organization who are a, a big reason for his success and the uh, success of the team during his tenure. When you do what I do, having ownership support is, is critical to, to being able to create that successful model over time. Then you look at our, our front office. You know, I'm so fortunate to work with a group of just bright, innovative, creative people that are always challenging each other. And so, you know, I'm grateful for that. And then the other reason I'm, I'm, I'm super lucky is, is you think about like our major league staff run by Ollie and his group. Like we all get along, we have fun. Um, we don't always have to agree on stuff, but we, you know, it's it's engaging. And then. You look at what we've been able to accomplish on the player development side and the scouting side, you know, we have great people running these things and we're having a lot of success with it. And so you certainly admire the group of people that, that we get to work with day in and day out. I thought this was pretty interesting from Mosellock. He talked about how special it is to have success and to be specifically doing it in St. Louis. It's also a privilege to work in the city of St. Louis. You think about a fan base that truly cares about the type of product you put on the field. Um, you, you know, when you look at our market size relative to other uh, cities in, in baseball, yet we still draw over three million. And um, you know, I'd like to think that's not by accident, but I also understand that that uh, we're grateful for that support. So even though a lot of what was talked about what there was talked about the uh, past success, uh, it's pretty clear that they continue to have very high expectations for the organization. The reason 
we agreed on this was, was we felt like stability was important. We looked at, at where we've been, what we're still trying to do. Our goal is to still win a World Series, and we're going to put our best foot forward on that. But we also um, are grateful for what we have below and how we continue to build on that. So, you know, I do think it's an exciting time. Bill touched on it. Uh, we have a very strong major league club. We have a really strong minor league system. You combine that with an outstanding scouting staff, it usually leads to a pretty successful model. So um, super excited about the next few years. I know there's going to be some change coming over the next few years. Um, we certainly want to give individuals at the company and within the organization opportunities to grow, um, expand some of their roles, and uh, over the course of the next year or so, we'll work through all of that. Mosaic has spent uh, 15 seasons, 15 winning seasons, uh, running the baseball operation, first as the general manager, and then getting uh, promoted to uh, president of baseball operations when the team created that uh, position. And he talked about how proud he is of how long he's been able to work for the Cardinals. Longevity usually means uh, you're, you're, you're in a good spot and you've, you've created something that people feel it's worth bringing you back for. And you know, I think about over my time with the Cardinals, I started at a entry-level position, and then to be sitting here next to Bill over that time, I, I think uh, it speaks volumes for the opportunities I was given and, and was able to take advantage of those. And in talking about that, he would go on to say that uh, as he goes through the decision-making process, he is always going to do what he thinks is best for the Cardinals, best for the organization. Bill and I look at a lot of things when we make decisions on, on how we spend or how we invest. And, and uh, I, I think the worst thing you want to do is just have a simple copycat model. Because someone's doing it, then you feel you have to do it, right? And so I think what we, we've done over the last 30 years is we do what we think is best for us. And um, I would imagine that model's not going to change. Now, people are going to say, like, oh, geez, you know, Bill and Mo are just satisfied with getting to October. No, you know, we, we like the big shiny thing that you put on your ring finger. That's cool. You know, grabbing that trophy is amazing. And that's what we're going to strive for. But how we go about it might be a little different than some of our competitors. From an organizational standpoint, there's, there's a fair amount of things that are kind of up in the air right now, we've talked a lot about the spring training complex. The official announcement was made yesterday. Essentially, they're tearing down the complex, and they are going to rebuild it on the same site. And uh, they're going to do it in phases. Uh, it's going to be about a two-year project. So next year here at spring training, it could be fairly interesting. There could be some trailers that are brought in for, for meeting spaces and clubhouses and, and things like that. But the growing pains of next year will pay off uh, in what's going to happen beyond that. Uh, that's just one of the many things. And uh, Mosellac talked about not wanting to leave the organization with some of these projects uh, undone. So being able to finish those and also at the same time, kind of set the organization up for what life is going to look like uh, after he does eventually leave. Bill and I were talking, you know, through this over the last uh, seven months or so. You know, one of the things that, that did definitely come to the forefront is is some incomplete projects, if you will. And and so, you know, this being one of them, um, you know, was, was a part of this back in 98, but now um, we're going to have an opportunity to, to see uh, this get expanded and rebuilt. So there's, there are some projects within that I just think would be helpful to, to still have me around for. And, you know, ultimately, uh, some of the things I do day to day, we're going to try to give other people some exposure to that over time. 
but you know, short term, you'll still get me for a little bit. But um, as as we get deeper into this contract, there will be some changes. Specifically to this uh, spring training transformation, the, the, this complex is going to look completely different in a couple of years. Again, I, we can't overstate it or understate it. Um, they're they're basically tearing stuff down. They'll the actual stadium part, Roger Dean Stadium. Uh, they'll be doing some upgrades to that, but uh, just about everything else is kind of being torn down and uh, rebuilt. And uh, going back to uh, Bill DeWitt, he said that he's very excited about the transformation of the complex. I remember how excited I was when I came over and looked at this property when it was just empty, and I I met with the uh, MacArthur Foundation and sort of the dream of building a stadium, and now. There's been that much time that it's going to be torn down and we're building another one. So, you know, I'm excited about uh, the new uh, Roger Dean Stadium as it as it'll develop. Again, you are hearing from uh, John Mosellock and uh, Bill DeWitt. They spoke with the media earlier today here in Jupiter, uh, announcing a contract extension for Mosellock. He gets two years added to his current deal, so three years to go. And uh, 2025 is what he signed through. They did not officially say that he's going to be done after 2025. But you just kind of read between the lines, and you feel like there's a good chance that this is the uh, final contract that he signs, or maybe the final contract that he signs in terms of being the president of baseball operations you don't know what things are going to look like uh three years down the road but uh so much focus on what things are going to look like uh moving forward and how they're trying to uh, set themselves up in fact uh, there is a lot more from uh, those two individuals so we'll take a quick break when we come back we'll continue to uh, go back through some of the things that were said earlier today here in jupiter as uh, john mosaylock and bill dewitt each spoke with the media more of that coming up in just a moment we are broadcasting live from the tr hughes home Broadcast Center in Jupiter. This is Sports Open Line on KMOX. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Sports Open Line does continue here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauley coming your way from the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center at the Cardinals Spring Training Complex in Jupiter, Florida. If you miss anything we do, you can always uh, find it on the Sports Open Line podcast feed. Also, if it's Cardinals-related, you can find it on the Cardinals Conversations uh, podcast feed. For example, if you are just now tuning in, in our last segment, we played a lot of audio from uh, John Mosellock and Bill DeWitt from the press conference that took place earlier today here in Jupiter to officially announce the contract extension for Mosellock. Two years being added to his current deal, so that puts him uh, uh, at the helm of the baseball operation for at least three more years through 2025. Let's jump back in. I thought there was a lot that was said today that was fairly interesting and wanted to uh, bring it to you, and we will jump back in with uh, John Mosellock as he was looking back at uh, his 15 years running the baseball operation. He talked about how proud he was of the sustained success. When you think about winning seasons that that's nice but i think like the biggest thing over 15 years was we've never had the rebuild we've never had the you know tear it down 
have a couple painful years and then hope for the best on the end. And I think like when you're when you're trying to to appease a fan base, especially one that shows up in such numbers of, of three million and more a year, I think they're grateful for the type of product that we roll out there. And and so look, you know, we understand that the the, the ultimate goal is, is to be the last man standing, but um, when you think about sort of that journey to get there, uh, you know, we do take a lot of pride in, in winning years. And with that, DeWitt chimed in talking about how he feels like the Cardinals are always relevant. The winning years are great. And um, I think a key point is that we've played very few games over that period of time that were not meaningful. I mean, even when we, uh, you know, didn't, make the playoffs, we were right in it to the end. So, you know, we've got wonderful fans, they support us, and, you know, it's our job to keep them interested and, and continuing to support us. So, I mean, I think that's something we don't think about too much, but it's a, it's a great uh, record and tribute to the work that Mo and his staff have done. They did spend a little bit of time talking about the club and also talking about the state of the organization and also going through the decision-making process when they are just trying to uh, decide which direction they want to go on just about anything. Mosellock says he's always considering both the long-term and short-term implications of anything that they do. We, everybody in that building, everybody standing behind you, they want a long run, right? But, like... Just because you want it doesn't mean it happens, right? And I think like how we think about adding to our club or investing in our club is always about what can help us now, but what's how's that going to position us later? And you know, there's two ways of, of attracting talent, right? And and one is you can go out in the free agent market and acquire it, or you can go out and trade for it. And you think about like two of our two of the best players in that clubhouse right now were traded for, actually three if you count Adam Wainwright going way back. So. The point being is, like, we're always looking at what those acquisitions might look like. And, and of course, when, when you look at this past offseason, when people were saying, oh, we should do X, Y, and Z, again, we were looking at it in terms of what's the incremental cost to do that versus what we have. And we felt like what we have is better than what we might go get. And so, you know, that's the bet we're making, and we'll see. And, and we hope that, that the consistency of how we've performed over the years Um, will give us a little bit of street credibility or at least internal credibility for that decision making. With that, Mo made it very clear there are a lot of reasons to like where this club is sitting right now. Well, I think the most exciting thing we have is obviously we have an amazing core on our Major League Club right now, but we also have some dynamic players coming up through our system. So, you know, the key will be how do we augment that and where do we do that? Is it free agent? Is it trade? But it's a it's a great foundation to build on and so when people ask me like am i excited about 2023 yeah but i'm also excited about 2025 i mean there's a lot to to be excited about here with the st louis Cardinals. so why now why the contract announcement now is this something that has been uh percolating for a while is it something that was a, a tough decision i actually asked him about that about uh whether or not it was an easy decision for him uh to commit to another couple years and uh, what that process looked like for him as he was trying to make the decision on what he wanted to do next i love my job like i love what i do but there's parts of me that wondered like if there was something else i could be doing in my life and and you know, I look back at the last 15 months, and those were some, some difficult times internally with some things. And and overall, like, you know, Bill and I, we just continued to talk through some stuff. 
And, you know, ultimately about a, I don't know, about a week ago, we, we came to this agreement that it was probably just best I, I remain where I am and uh, happy to do it. The job of running a baseball operation, uh, it's always had a lot of challenges. It's never been an easy job. But uh, in today's state of baseball, where uh, big contracts are being signed from a facility standpoint, everything is getting better and better and better. You know, we, we've already talked a little bit about the fact uh, that they are going to be completely redoing this spring training complex. It's needed because it's needed, but it's also needed just in the sense that you don't want to fall behind other organizations in when it comes to facilities and from a technological standpoint, there are things that you want to do that do impact wins and losses. You want to uh, attract players to the organization. There's a lot of reasons to want to have the best possible facilities that you possibly can. So just in all facets of baseball right now, there is just a ton of money being spent. And Mosellock did talk about the fact that they're currently kind of navigating through those challenges of all that money being thrown right now across uh, Major League Baseball. The biggest short-term challenge is sort of managing this arms race, right? Like when you when you think about what's happening in baseball, there, there's so much being invested in infrastructure of how you think about like from drafting, from development, to training, to performance. And I, and I think that's, you know, everybody's got to be a little careful, but everybody has to do what they think is best for, for, for them or their organization. And so, you know, that's one of the things I just sort of want to understand and, and, and work through with our team and our group because there's a lot of things people are chasing right now, and and they're chasing that for, for that edge, for that advantage. And, you know, I think one of the things that we've always been really good at is we, we walk before we run. We have an understanding of what that looks like. And I think over the last year or so, we may have gotten off a little track on that, and I want to get back on that and, and just make sure that we have a very laser focus on what's next. And then the last thing that I wanted to uh, get to uh, from Mosellock, we talked about this earlier, but just a, a little bit more detail because uh, he said earlier in the press conference that part of what uh, they're going to be doing moving forward is kind of pulling back the curtain for others in the organization to what exactly he does on a day-in, day-out basis just so they can be covered and make sure that uh, really talented, good people in the organization have an opportunity to uh, progress in their careers and have uh, more responsibilities. And uh, with that, Mosellock did say that he's going to use the rest of his time uh, with the Cardinals, however long that might be. Again, they didn't say that 2025 is going to be his final season, but made it very clear that uh, he is going to use this time moving forward to really help that next generation of baseball executives be ready. We were thinking of the the next few years. I think it's critical that we have a strategy in place and what that looks like. And and it doesn't necessarily mean like the who's next, but it gives people more expanded uh, responsibilities in the roles, gives them more opportunity to see how things are done. Uh, Perhaps maybe the easiest way to say it is a little bit more of a look behind the curtain on what I do daily. So those were kind of the high points that were hit today from uh, John Mosellock and Bill DeWitt. Again, the Cardinals making the announcement that uh, his contract has uh, been extended and he now has three years left on the deal, had one year left, got two years added to it, and he is under contract through 2025. If you've got any comments, feel free to uh, tweet at me, at Matt Pauley on air, M-A-T-T-P-A-U-L-E-Y on air. We were talking about earlier. Try to tweet stuff out uh, during the course of uh, the day uh, here, whatever might uh, be going on, whether uh, we had a video of John Mosellock earlier today uh, in his opening statement 
statement yesterday. We had a lot of on-field video. I'm sure we'll have more of that coming up tomorrow with uh, the uh, with all the pitchers and catchers uh, being here in Jupiter. So would encourage you to uh, follow what I'm doing on my Twitter at Matt Pauly on air, or if you follow KMOX Sports, that will cover you as well as uh, most everything is retweeted on the KMOX Sports account. All right, one more break. We will come back and we'll wrap up this Tuesday edition of Sports Open Line. We are broadcasting live from the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center in Jupiter at Cardinal Spring Training. My name is Matt Pauly. This is KMOX. Starting to wrap up this edition of Sports Open Line here on KMOX. My name is Matt Pauly coming your way from the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center, our palatial KMOX studios here in Jupiter, Florida at the Cardinals Spring Training Complex. We will uh, be here. KMOX will be through the duration of Cardinals Spring Training. As I've mentioned a few times, if you miss anything that we're doing, you can always uh, find it uh, on the uh, Cardinals Conversations podcast feed. For me, one of the most fun things of the offseason was when Wilson Contreras got introduced to the media and admitted in his media conference that at one point uh, when the Cardinals and Cubs were matched up against each other, uh, it was a game where Albert Pujols hit a home run and uh, after Pujols hit a home run, he, he looked over into the Cardinals dugout and he started imagining himself what it would be like to be a Cardinal. And obviously that gets underneath the skin, a little bit of uh, Cubs fans, which makes it uh, that much more fun. He said something today kind of adding on to that. I got to tell you, I, I did not like, I did not like Wilson Contreras at all when he was a member of the Cubs. And I'm not a, I'm not a super wishy-washy kind of guy, but I, I don't know if there is a player, an athlete, an individual that I've more done a 180 on than Contreras. And maybe it was just a bad job by me previously not really paying attention to uh, to what he was doing and why he was doing it and what was going on. Uh, the way he plays the game sometimes, he's so easy to dislike. But you know what? We could have said the exact same things about Yadier Molina. Fans in Chicago and fans in Milwaukee and fans in Cincinnati and fans in Pittsburgh, all those places that saw a lot of Yadier Molina over the last 20 years, they really didn't like him that much. And in many ways, it was kind of the same way with Wilson Contreras. And now all of a sudden, he's a Cardinal. And it just, it feels right. He feels like a fit. You know, there there have been times where teams bring in players and they're not a fit. Well, Contreras absolutely is a fit. So going back to what I was saying a moment ago, there was that great story that he told about just uh, kind of imagining himself as a Cardinal when he watched uh, Albert Pujols hit a home run. Well, he took that one step further today. Uh, I'll let you listen to him tell the story, but uh, I'll just preface it by saying when he put on that Cardinals uniform, uh, that Cardinals jersey at the press conference uh, when he was being introduced, it was not the first time he had put on a Cardinals jersey. When you said you tried on a Cardinals jersey, it was one Molina gave you? Yes, I asked Molina because, I mean, he's my idol. Yeah. I mean, when I got converted to a catcher, I always watch his videos and how great his defense was year after year after year. That never changed. I never got away from him. And uh, when I got the jersey, I just... I just got home and just tried it out. I was like, put it on. When he gave you one, like one me, of the gifts? Yeah, points. the one he gave me. So and this was during the season then? 
That was or after? That, yeah. No, that was the, the last series. Okay. Of the, yeah, when I got home, that was the off season. Okay. I was basically entering free agency. Right. That was the same. Yeah. The same series when you had that experience watching. With Albert Pujols, yeah. yes, that was the same. Uh, and yeah. um, no, actually, that was before. Okay. Because that was the six ninety five. Yeah. 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 And then I put it on. I asked my wife if you like it. And I was like, yeah, it look good. I look big. And, uh, but yeah, it was something that I'm really, I'm really, uh, I'm really happy with the decision I made. Yeah. I think it was the right move for me. Um, and and being here, uh, it feels like home. Even though that I've been here two months, three months, but yeah. I mean, the respect that the, the team I had, the, everybody had showed me, and and, and they love the. They wanted me to be here. I wanted to be here. And then, and then I think that's I, I made a, a great decision here. That audio courtesy of STL Today is, uh, again, that was Wilson Contreras speaking uh, with members of the media earlier today here in uh, Jupiter and uh, telling the story about putting on a Yadier Molina jersey. And uh, that's pretty cool. So just I, I think he is um, – Cardinals fans should be uh, very much with if you if you haven't already warmed up all the way to him, you should certainly be uh, in that process because uh, he says things like that, which is just uh, kind of funny. And if, if you're a Cubs fan, what are you what are you thinking? But of um, of of the people who cover the Cubs, you know, we had uh, we had David Kaplan on the countdown to opening day show month, month and a half ago, and he's someone who's covering the Cubs in, in Chicago and he made it very clear that he thought the Cubs really made a mistake by not bringing back uh, Wilson Contreras. And we've had, we've had other people who cover the team in Chicago. And obviously from a fan reaction, it, this is one of the few times where it doesn't feel like Cubs fans are wishing Contreras ill will simply because he's a Cardinal. Now I'm sure that's going to change once the games actually start getting played. Uh, but I mean, when he when he comes up to the plate for the first time playing a game at Wrigley this year, I would expect that he is going to receive a very warm uh, round of applause. Now, eventually, it may get to a point where that doesn't happen, but he is someone who is really appreciated and uh, really revered in Chicago. And it feels like, both from a fan standpoint and from a people who cover that team in Chicago standpoint, that there is this uh, overwhelming feeling that the Cubs did make uh, some type of mistake uh, by not bringing him back. All right, again, uh, just about set to uh, wrap things up here on this edition of uh, Sports Open Line. We are going to continue to broadcast uh, here from the T.R. Hughes uh, Homes Broadcast Center. Speaking of countdown to opening day, we will have that uh, coming up tomorrow uh, here on KMOX as uh, Mike Claiborne and myself will be coming your way. Uh, Claibs earlier today recorded a, uh, a pretty extended sit-down conversation with John Mosellock. And I know we heard a lot from uh, Mosellock uh, during this hour here on Sports Open Line, but a one-on-one uh, between uh, Klaibs and Mo, we will have that for you tomorrow, and we'll have a few other things as well. So you'll definitely want to be uh, tuned in for that. Looking forward to being able to uh, bring you countdown to uh, opening day. As now that spring training is here, the, the countdown really is rolling forward, and we are getting closer and closer and closer. Again, this is one of those years where there's a lot of 
mile marker points. We hit the mile marker of spring training getting underway. We have the conventional pitchers and catchers reporting uh, tomorrow, not just the WBC guys. First full squad workout is going to be coming up uh, next Monday. And then after that, we're going to get into spring training games. And then another mile marker after that will be when uh, players are leaving to go participate in the World Baseball Classic. So this year, more than many other years, it just feels like there is kind of big moment after big moment during the course of spring training. All right, again, that's going to do it for uh, the program. Thanks so much for uh, being tuned in. We are broadcasting from the T.R. Hughes Homes Broadcast Center in Jupiter, Florida, and we will talk to you again tomorrow, but not for Sports Open Line tomorrow. It'll be countdown to opening day. Look forward to talking to you tomorrow at 6 o'clock here on KMOX. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is kind. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.